Alright family, this is Pastor Cyril Chavez Jr. and you're now tuned into Glory and Joy. Alright, it's episode 6 and we have another question. Our question is, how do we as Christians confront doubters? Sometimes I feel unequipped with the adequate knowledge to defend my faith against people who doubt it. Especially nowadays when it seems like so many people refuse to acknowledge God's existence. This is a really important question. Because if we are glorifying and enjoying Jesus, then we want to share him with other people. We want to present Jesus to other people so that they can glorify and enjoy him. Why would we want to keep him to ourselves? And in order to do that, we oftentimes find ourselves giving a defense of the faith, the Christian faith. So let's see what the Bible has to say about this. All right. So the first thing I want to say is that defending the Christian faith actually requires our words. It requires persuasive argumentation. Sometimes these arguments can come from the Bible. It can be attended with philosophy or science or just from our everyday experience. But the Bible shows us that defending our faith requires actually kind of um, defending it with our words, maybe even teaching a little bit, sharing information that people might not have previously known. But secondly, the Bible talks about our lifestyle. We have to live a persuasive lifestyle. Along with our words, people need to see our lives. We must be the kind of people in the kind of community that glorifies God to the degree that people can actually see God through us and his glory shining through us. We should be a community that enjoys Jesus to such a degree that when people see the way we live, they can actually believe that Jesus is enjoyable. Check out this passage. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 14 through 17. But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. So do you see in this passage the two things I just mentioned, having persuasive words, actually giving a defense, and then having a persuasive life. Uh, the Apostle Peter talks about having such a character that when people slander you or when they try to attack your lifestyle, that they will be put to shame because of the beauty and goodness of the way that you live. Now, I think we need both ways, persuasive words and a persuasive lifestyle. But I think in our current moment, when I talk to a lot of students and just people in Gen Z coming up, I think one of the biggest things they talk about is unpersuasive lifestyles. They've been around Christians, maybe nominal Christians, or maybe genuine Christians, who have turned them off to the Christian faith because of the way they live. Now, Christians are not perfect. In fact, we are far from perfect. But I think we can model a persuasive lifestyle even in the midst of our failures. When we fail, do we try and offer a defense for our failures? Or when we fail, do we shout from the rooftops that, look, I don't gotta be great because my God's love is great. 
And I think even when we fail, there's an opportunity to glorify and enjoy God and present a compelling and persuasive lifestyle to those who are investigating the Christian faith. Now, my third and last thought is also related to our lifestyle. Now, if we are going to defend the Christian faith, that means that we are defending it against someone who is attacking it. In order to defend something, there first has to be an attack. So if you are going to want to share your faith and watch people come to faith around you and offer a defense for the Christian faith, it probably, it probably means that you are going to have to prepare to live a life of suffering and a life of persecution and a life of being slandered. Many times, if not every time in the Bible, when the word defense comes up in the context of defending the Christian faith, we see that the person who is doing the defending of the Christian faith is being slandered or is in chains or is being accused of something or is kind of under attack or opposition. If people are going to come to faith around you and embrace Jesus, it means you have to be ready to defend the Christian faith against those who would decide to be your enemy, against those who would decide to harm you. And as they're trying to harm you, you are defending the Christian faith and loving them even in the midst of all the complexity of that. In some strange sense, you might find yourself loving people who have made themselves your enemy. All right, related to this, here's a meditation on the Lord's Prayer from the Heidelberg Catechism in this question 127. Again, a catechism is a question and answer tool that seeks to teach people the basics of the Christian faith. It says, Question, what does the sixth petition mean? Answer, and do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one, means, by ourselves we are too weak to hold our own even for a moment, and our sworn enemies, the devil, the world, and our own flesh, never stop attacking us. And so, Lord, uphold us and make us strong with the strength of your Holy Spirit, so that we may not go down to defeat in this spiritual struggle, but may firmly resist our enemies until we finally win the complete victory. Basically, this is a prayer asking the Lord to give us the strength to advance God's beautiful kingdom and to beat back the destructive and evil kingdom of Satan. And this is what we are doing when we defend the Christian faith. All right, so practical tips. I have two. So number one, if we're gonna defend the Christian faith, we have to first know the Christian faith. So my advice is to find a good church that uh, believes in the Bible and teaching the Bible and a church that is committed to reaching out to non-Christians and engaging them in winsome and compelling ways. And maybe join a Sunday school class or maybe a new members course and really get to know what the Christian faith is all about and get some training with other believers side by side and how to best love and defend the Christian faith against people who may not understand it. And all of this is out of love for those who we want to see know Jesus. And the second thing is I want you to check out an organization called the Jude 3 Project. Their website is Jude, J-U-D-E, the number three, just three, project.org. When you go in there, 
you'll see a bunch of resources to do apologetics, which is what we're talking about, defending the Christian faith. And the Jew 3 Project is basically an organization that seeks to teach Christians what they believe and why they believe it. And it has a focus on people of African descent. And they even have a conference coming up called Courageous Conversations that's happening in September here in DC. And they do this for many reasons, but one of them is to actually model apologetics, to actually watch people discuss the tough issues of the Christian faith and to model good and productive dialogue around these issues. I'll put links for those things below. All right, family, thanks for tuning in. If you're tuning in through YouTube, please take a second to subscribe to us and please put in the comment section what you thought about the video, the things that were helpful, the things that were not helpful. Also, if you're following us through podcasts, please rate us and review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. Please let us know what you think about the show. And as always, if you have any questions that you would like answered on the show, please either reach out to me directly, uh, reach out to me on, under the comments or in the, or in the review section. Uh, I would love to answer your question in a future episode. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>